it is a personality thing at times, but I also think it's an age thing and a rite of passage thing. And the faster you can get to the humbleness sweet spot, the faster you're actually going to be fulfilling your role of inspiring other people to say, that is how I want to show up. That is the lifestyle that I want. That is the way I want people to perceive me. Welcome, everybody, to The Chris Harder Show, where we are making you unapologetic about your pursuit of success, knowing that when good people like you make good money, they can then do great things. My name is Chris Harder, and several times per week, I will bring you epic guests, solo episodes, and every single tool, trick, and skill set you need to grow your business, grow your money mindset, and to grow your wealth to levels that you have never reached before. I've ended up in a unique place in life where I've got the experience, the connections, and all of the secrets that it takes to be successful. And I'm lifting the curtain to reveal it all to you in an effort to help put you in a position of abundance so great that you can then be as generous as possible. So let's lock arms and let's get started. Hey, everybody. Welcome back to The Chris Harder Show. I am about to teach you what the humbleness sweet spot is today. Now, haven't heard of the humbleness sweet spot? It's because I made it up, but you're going to love it. I promise. It follows everything that we stand for here at the show. Now, before we get started, though, I want to remind you to text the word FAST to me if you want first dibs and a 24-hour head start and a $500 off coupon that nobody else will get to join our next round of FAST Foundations. What's FAST Foundations? It is our online virtual mastermind. It's six months long. You find all the right people in there to collaborate with, to boost your business. We lift the curtain and teach you everything that we know about growing businesses between zero and $500,000, especially if it's an online business or if you're selling anything online in any form, if you're trying to brand yourself, you name it, we lift the curtain. We bring in all of our friends to teach you virtually. It is epic. Now, it also happens to be the greatest bargain for any mastermind, especially when you consider what you're learning, who you're learning from, and who you're collaborating with on the freaking market. And unfortunately, it has a limited number of spots. It sells out right away every single time now, and we run it twice a year. Now, here's the real big news. I think this is the last time that we are running it. I truly think this is the last time that we are going to run Fast Foundations. We had already decided that we are not going to run it. And the current group that we just wrapped up with talked us into running it again. And so here we go, baby. Buckle up. We're going to do it one more time. I can't wait to see who's going to be in it. Text the word FAST, F-A-S-T, to me at 310-421-0416. Again, text FAST to 310 410-421-0416 if you want to get that 24-hour head start that nobody else in my entire audience will get, plus an extra $500 off. Now, what is the humbleness sweet spot? Okay, here's what it is. We live in a time where social media tends to do one of two things. It either makes you brag way too much and show off way too much, and unfortunately, that's kind of douchey. It turns people off. Or people are so afraid to show what they're doing. They're so afraid to get judged. They're so afraid to get called out that they hide every good thing that they're doing and and, and everybody that they're doing it with. And being humble to a fault is not doing anyone good either. Now, let's let's start with kind of the douchey side, right? I mean, we've seen the types. They do photo shoots with like on their Lamborghini or, you know, 
in their private jet and it's a setup photo shoot and it's them and all their boys. And they're like, if you want to learn how to fly jets like this, then, you know, DM us one, two, three, blah, blah, blah. Right? Like we've seen that side. And unfortunately it runs rampant on social media. And it unfortunately creates this notion that people with money are douchey. And then that causes some people not to pursue the wealth that they actually deserve. And I hate that. I hate that it stops people in their tracks because they're like, oh, I don't want to be perceived that way. So then that brings us to the other side of the coin. The ones who are way too humble. I mean, oh, they ain't going to show a thing, right? They're going to make sure nobody can judge them. Now, they mean well by being this humble. But as a side effect, unfortunately, they miss out on inspiring others of what's possible, on maybe getting someone to ask them, hey, how'd you get there? Or maybe someone could look up to them and say, I remember when I saw so-and-so with the house that I wanted, and I know the journey they took to get there. And so darn it, I'm going to keep going or I'm going to start. But no, when you're overly humble, when you're not going to show a thing, you think you're doing well, but you're not. You are so afraid of being judged. You are so worried about being holier than thou that unfortunately, you're not inspiring a soul. So I don't think they're any better than the ones that are doing their little Lamborghini photo shoots and and overdoing it. So with this, I give you the humbleness sweet spot. Yes, the humbleness sweet spot. It's a thing. It really is. It's what we strive for, Lori and I. It's how we want to show up in life. And basically everyone we hang out with, it's the way they want to show up as well. We want to be able to show you what's possible. We want to be able to inspire you but we don't want to do it in a way that would ever make you embarrassed to hang out with us or embarrassed to have success. That, my friends, is the humbleness sweet spot. You see, the fact is, if you listen to the show, you know I'm a big fan of people leading by example, of people being able to be seen, because when you're seen, you can inspire. That's a beautiful thing. It teaches people what's possible. It makes them keep going when, when the going gets tough. But you got to do it in a way that won't turn people off. And I think we all should strive for, we all can do a better job of finding the humbleness sweet spot. I mean, let me just like throw out the disclaimer right now. I have had some douchey posts in the past. And I think it's a, a younger thing, a rite of passage thing, although... I could name some 50 and 60 and 70-somethings also taking the douchey highway out there. So it is a personality thing at times, but I also think it's an age thing and a rite of passage thing. And the faster you can get to the humbleness sweet spot, the faster you're actually going to be fulfilling your role of inspiring other people to say, that is how I want to show up. That is the lifestyle that I want. That is the way I want people to perceive me. Now, let's give you a couple of examples of what I mean by I love when people are bright enough to be seen so that they can inspire, but not so bright that they're gaudy. All right. So let's start with giving. Giving is always a hot topic. You know, some people will will send me DMs when I show some of my giving saying, why do you have to show it? And and why do you have to tell everyone about your giving? And, you know, you name it. That's their trigger, not mine. Because my stance is this. If you give in the dark all of the time where nobody can see it, 
then you're not going to remind somebody else who has a good heart and an extra couple of bucks to give that day. I mean, guys, I've talked about a hundred times, like the person in the front of the Starbucks line that says, hey, I'll buy the coffee for the person behind me. And then the person behind them says, oh, that was so awesome. I'm inspired by that. I'll buy the coffee for the person behind me. And then they buy it for the person behind them and behind them and behind. And it starts that chain reaction of greatness, of generosity. You can't start that chain reaction of generosity if you give in the dark all the time. But if you're only giving to be seen, and if you're only giving to the point where it becomes obnoxious because you're talking about it, talking about it, talking about it, then of course, some will call it douchey. So here's a good rule of thumb for you. When it comes to your giving, go for the 50-50 rule. Show half of it so you can start that generosity chain reaction and inspire others with good hearts, remind them to do the same. And don't show half of it so that you know for a fact you are doing it for the right reasons. So that's a great example of the humbleness sweet spot, the 50-50 rule on giving. Now let's take it into another subject. Let's talk about fit people, like those gorgeous, ripped, lean human beings. Fit people inspire me. Fit people when they're working out, fit people at the gym, fit people that we hang out with. They absolutely inspire me to work harder at my fitness to remind me how I want to show up from a healthy, appealing standpoint. Now, should those people wear nothing but baggy clothes, baggy sweatshirts, baggy sweatpants so that they can be extra humble, so that they won't make anyone around them feel bad? Hell no. They got to show that shit so I can be inspired. Otherwise, I don't feel like pursuing it that day. Remember, you're, the, you're going to be the average of, of the five or six people you surround yourself with the most, right? So if you are surrounded by baggy sweatpants land, you're going to have no motivation to have pool body, right? So no, they shouldn't wear extra baggy clothes so they can be extra humble, but they shouldn't wear their baby sister's tee either because that looks kind of douchey. And then it goes from like inspiring people to like turning them off. And you don't want to do that either. Because if you turn people off, then they're going to say, oh, I don't want to be perceived as a meathead. And this translates to money. People say, I don't want to be perceived as the meathead of riches. In other words, I don't want to be perceived as the douchey person when I have my money. And then they, they don't pursue it when they have every right to pursue it, when they should be pursuing it, when if they pursue it, then they get it. And when they get it, then they can share it. And that's how the world's supposed to work. And we don't want to create that situation where they don't. So we talked about giving, we talked about fitness. Now let's get into lifestyle. What is the humbleness sweet spot when it comes to lifestyle? Listen, one could say when my $400,000 Aston Martin or my beautiful sprawling home makes it onto Instagram, that it's douchey. Except here's the problem. If I had a Camry or an apartment, shout out to Camry owners, nothing wrong there. But if I had a Camry or an apartment or a Forerunner or a Ford Explorer and it made Instagram, nobody cares. Nobody hassles you. But when your one of your exotic cars does, or if you show too much of your home, then people will make little comments and they might call you a douchey. So go for the 50-50 rule. Half of the time, make sure you're very conscious about, ah, I got to be sensitive and, and not show what I'm driving too much, not show what I'm wearing too much, maybe not show the home too much. But then the other the half of the time, damn it, let it be because that is what your normal life is. Like I can't apologize for my daily drivers that they happen to be epic. 
And I'm not going to hide them. I'm not going to go out of my way to hide them on a regular basis either. But I'm also not going to like throw music in the background and like pan all around the car and make it a, a main page post either. Go for the humbleness sweet spot. If people see your life and it's natural, beautiful. You're going to inspire them. If you're forcing it out there, it's going to get a little bit gaudy and gaudy turns people off. You know, I've got a story related to that and directly related to cars. I just thought of it right now. You see, you never know who you're going to inspire to play bigger. And as a result, when you inspire them to play bigger, they may change the world, right? They're going to create solutions that help other people and change the world. Well, here's my story. When I was a kid, when I was in middle school, there was a neighbor across the street. And I had a very middle class to upper middle class upbringing. But there was a neighbor across the street that they did really well financially. And he had an epic car collection. He had all the new Porsches and, and new Jaguars and all the new Mercedes and everything. I mean, he always had a ton of gorgeous cars there. And as a kid, I loved cars. And I'd go over across the street and, you know, I'm guessing, but the guy was probably in his mid to upper 50s, he and his wife. And I'd go across the street and I'd say, hey, can I see your cars? Hey, can I sit in your cars? You know, hey, can I, you know, how are you doing today? And he knew I just kind of wanted to be around the cars. And he was so kind and he was so accommodating and he'd open them up and he'd let me sit in them and he'd tell me about them and he'd educate me on them. And then he would talk about hard work and he would talk about you know, being a successful business person and, and working hard and consistency and things like that. Guys, if I wasn't a child inspired by the neighbor's cars and went to have those conversations and to be surrounded in what's possible... And to also get educated at the same time. Who knows? I may not be here today. I may not have been motivated. I may not have pursued an extraordinary lifestyle. And here's the problem. When, if I weren't motivated to pursue an extraordinary lifestyle, then Lori and I wouldn't be able to give at the volume that we give to people in need and to charities and to startups and you name it. And so I'm glad, I'm grateful this neighbor was a kind individual, but also not so humble that he didn't buy the cars, not so humble that he didn't show them. I like that he left them out. I like that they were bait for me to go over there and see them and sit in them because he inspired me. He lit a fire in me as a middle schooler that obviously still burns in me as, as I'm an adult. And I hope I play that role in, in young up and coming people. I hope I'm a good example to young up-and-coming kids as well, the way he was to me. And so there's a lesson there. The lesson is you can't judge another man's carrot if that's what motivates him to get up and work hard and create the machine that creates the money. Because once they create the machine that creates the money and you get the things that you thought you wanted to get, you realize, hey, they're cool. But you know what's cooler? You know what's more fulfilling? Giving. And you got nothing to give if you didn't first get your ass out of bed and create the machine that's printing the money. So don't judge another man's carrot. <laughs> that sounds funny. Don't judge another man's carrot if it gets him or her up to be motivated, to make some waves, to accomplish some things, and then inspire others to follow suit. Because I'll tell you, if that neighbor didn't follow his love of cars, I may never have been inspired enough to even have this podcast, much less pursue nice things. I mean, after all, isn't this what our whole economy is built on, right? It's built on everybody being inspired enough to follow through, 
with the hard stuff so that we can show up in our purpose, create some good solutions that make the world a better place, that then make some good money so that we can then share that good money with others that maybe don't have the same chance as us, rinse and repeat, rinse and repeat. Isn't that the way the damn economy is built? So you're not doing anyone a favor when you're overly humble and you're invisible. And you're also not doing anyone a favor when you're a little bit on the extreme gaudy douchey side either. In the same way that a really fit person at the gym inspires me to work harder, but if he chooses to wear his little sister's tee, then it goes from inspiration to, ooh, I don't ever want to be like that. I think we can all find that humbleness sweet spot. Being invisible doesn't do anyone any good. And being repulsive doesn't either. But finding the humbleness sweet spot, ooh, that is right where it's at. That's when you'll inspire other good people to make good money so that they can do great things with it. Guys, I want you to text the word FAST, F-A-S-T to me at 310-421-0416 if you want me in your ear, working on your business, collaborating with you, tying you into some of the greatest other up-and-coming entrepreneurs possible. If you want to join our virtual mastermind, doors are opening in a couple of weeks. And when doors open, if it's anything like the last round, they're going to sell out right away. So the people in our regular audience aren't going to get a chance to get the spots. Add yourself to the VIP early list. All you have to do is text FAST to 310-421-0416. It'll put you on the early VIP launch list. Gives you a 24-hour head start and it gives you a $500 coupon to use for that 24 hours that nobody else is going to get in the rest of our audience. Do it. I want to work with you guys this year. Let's go. Thanks for listening. And if you loved this episode and know of someone else who is as successful as they are generous, please pass them on to me. It would mean the world to me if you help me get this cause and this message out to as many listeners as I can. So please, if you liked what you heard, it goes a long way if you take 30 seconds and leave me a five-star review and share this with your friends. I'll be forever grateful. And until the next episode, cheers to your success.